Hello, everyone. Welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca F. as in fellowship, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Connecticut. Today is Tuesday, January 18, 2022, and this is our 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are in Chapter 11, A Vision for You, on page 160. The first paragraph, we will be reading and commenting on just that one paragraph only, which begins with, outsiders became interested and ends with, when next he stumbled. Today's readers are Esther F., Kathy W., Elena C., Crystal P., and Dara L. The share ID numbers for yesterday, Monday, January 17th, are... 18,415 for the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, that's 18415, and 18,416 for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, that's 18416. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Esther F. to read the OA 12 steps. Good morning. This is Esther F., a recovered compulsive overeater from Cleveland, Ohio. The 12 steps. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, 
we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. Thank you, Esther F. I will now ask Kathy W. to read the OA 12 Traditions. Good morning. This is Kathy W. in New York. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders, oh, excuse me, our leaders are trusted, are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend a OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, Kathy W. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we will be reading and commenting on the first paragraph only on page 160, which begins with outsiders became interested and ends with when next he stumbled. I will now ask Elena C. to go ahead and read that for us. Good morning. Thank you, Rebecca. This is Elena C., um, gratefully recovered compulsive overeater from 
Greenville, South Carolina, and were covered in snow in the history. Outsiders became interested. One man and his wife placed their large home at the disposal of this strangely assorted crowd. This couple has since become so fascinated that they have dedicated their home to the work. Many a distracted wife has visited this house to find loving and understanding companionship among women who knew her problem, to hear from the lips of their husbands what had happened to them, to be advised how her own wayward mate might be hospitalized and approached when next he stumbled. I'm so glad um, I'm reading this paragraph and the paragraph before. They talk about how AA has um, evolved and um you know, in the paragraph before where three alcoholics were helping seven others, and now they, they found a house. And um, they this house provided they, meetings. Um, and another thing in this paragraph that stands out to me is um, the forming of Al-Anon community that is a lifesaver for the people who are in a relationship with an alcoholic. And um, the founders are Dr. Bob's wife, Ann Smith, and Lois W. And I started my journey with 12 steps in Al-Anon, and it's um, been there for 20 years, and it's been a lifesaver for me. And somebody in Al-Anon has brought me to OA, my first meeting. I went straight from Al-Anon to to my first meeting and you know I I was like oh my gosh I was so shy and when I heard compulsive overeating eater I'm like gosh I was so offended by that word I didn't like I even say it out loud I, I didn't like that word and but I also hear recovered compulsive overeater and um, you know and people were talking about being worse in the shape worse than I was at that time and recovering and living a spiritual life and that's what made me say and um I I remember I met with someone outside of the meeting and she showed me pictures of how she was before and how she's now and and not, it's not about the weight it it became about she was living a spiritual life and I lived the spiritual life too through Elanon, yet in the um, in, in the area of eating, I couldn't bring God because I needed a community of people and I needed to come back. And that's how I got to a vision meeting. And I'm very, very grateful of this journey. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Elena C. Now, although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you haven't shared on A Vision for You on Friday or Monday and would like to share on the first paragraph only on page 160, outsiders became interested through when next he stumbled, please press star one to unmute and state your first name and last initial. Larry I, am I heard Larry C. And who was the other person? Heidi H. Somebody H. Barbara. Heidi H. Was it Katie H? 
It was Heidi. H-E-I-D-I. Oh, I gotcha. Heidi H. Thank you. And then Donna, was it? Someone named Donna? Donna S. Yeah. Donna S. Okay. And then I also heard Barbara E. And was there another voice I missed? Or does anyone else want to get in line? Okay, we have Larry C, Heidi H, Donna S, and Barbara E. Larry C, it's your turn. Thanks, Rebecca. It's it's Larry K. Larry and, um, K. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. I, I that's very humbling. <laughs> I like that. Even if you get my first name right, it's good. Um, so I, I'm I'm really nerdy um, when it comes to I become more nerdy when it comes to. Um, just having an interest in the early roots of AA, you know, so when I read that, at least this first part that they placed their large home at the disposal of um, the strangely assorted crowd, right? And they're talking about uh, what I learned, T. Henry and uh, Clarice Williams. And it was in, in their home uh, in Akron where, you know, they, they were holding Oxford group meetings, because the Oxford group, as we know, was uh, was a was a movement, and but some of these early drunks, uh, uh, like Dr. Bob, Bill Dotson, obviously you had uh, non-alcoholics like Henrietta uh, Sieberling and others. Um, uh, T. Henry and his wife would recruit people to come in and be part of this Oxford group deal, and he was interested in a non-denominational approach to spirituality. And so he would, you know, bring these people in. They'd come every Wednesday night. And uh, I think Dr. Bob was about 55 years old at the time. You, you know, most of the people, like I said, were non-alcoholic, but they were very accepting. That's what I like. And because the general feeling of the Oxford group at the time was that all human beings were imperfect. They were capable of misdeeds. They were capable of wrongs, just like we are today. And for me, over the years, the more I've sort of contemplated, like, how AA began from this sort of little flicker of light, you know, what became AA to a a, a tremendous growth throughout the world that we see today. And I can't help but think that the 12 steps were not just the work of human minds, but that, in fact, you know, it, it was divinely inspired. So to me, when I read this, the fellowship stems from God. You know, three to four hundred of us every morning pour into this home, you know, this home each morning to support each other on this line and to learn together. And that's pretty darn cool. It's pretty darn cool. So I like the history of it, and I like what this has to say about how we how we started and where we are today. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Larry K. Heidi H. Hi, family. I'm Heidi H. I'm a grateful, compulsive uh, overeater um, from outside Chicago. And I really appreciate all the service and everybody on the line. And this is a great paragraph, but what got me is I, too, was backdoored through Al-Anon, and I have to believe that all of this is divinely inspired, and that's how um, the program works, and I, um, you know, I'm so glad that God revealed to these early 
uh, founders what the next step was and what the next tool was, and it was people. So, yeah, uh, we are human, and Al-Anon was the next step. How do I, how do I deal with, with going on in my home and with other people? And um, I am just uh, really blessed. I was in the beverage program, and then God revealed to me when it was needed in his time, right, that I may have to deal with relationships as I crawled into Al-Anon. And then from Al-Anon, I was in a mom's meeting that we started. And next thing you know, uh, one of the women there started going to a vision, and she talked about it twice. And then I asked for the information, and it just felt right, and I did it. And it has been life-changing, not only with putting the food down, but with moving spiritually forward, working an OA program through the big book has been monumental to me. And the help that's been there, meaning that I'm still reeling from the birthday party. And uh, yesterday I needed to do a 10-step. So I started dialing for dollars, as I heard. And uh, you kind people uh, picked up the phone and helped me out. And it was a wonderful experience. And for that, I need to know how to continue to work with the next, uh, you know, person in OA or 12-step person and have all the tools to do that. I'm just fundamentally uh, grateful. And with that, I will keep coming back. Thanks, Heidi H. Donna S. Hello? Is this Donna? This is uh, Donna S., a compulsive overeater in South Florida. Thanks so much already for the shares. Um, And thanks for your service. And um, I can basically ditto ditto what I heard already. Um, I came in the back door, too, of Al-Anon. I came in um, on my knees. On my knees. I, I had no clue about the 12 steps or or anything and um it's definitely a god thing for me um i i was working at my job and so i somebody came to my house that i was working with and i started crying just crying to a stranger and um i never saw this person again she said to me you need to go to al-anon and i went Never heard from that person again. It's as if my higher power or God came into my house and told me what to do. And I went. And when I went, it was weird. It was weird to me. I didn't, you know, know what was going on or anything else. And um, But something kept bringing me back. Something kept bringing me back. And, um, and then I made it to... Um, I met somebody in Al-Anon that uh, told me about OA. And then I started to go to OA, local OA meetings in my area. And I used to do OA meetings in the homes, too, similar to the way they did this. We used to do um, big book studies in the homes with each other. You know, during the day, I would take break, take a break during the day and go to somebody's house and we'd work on the uh, big book in between my, my regular work schedule. And... um it just evolved. And then um, I kept going to the OA meetings. It took me a long time to 
it took me, it's taken me years to really, really get this program. I get it, but I'm not, I, I just don't feel like I get it all the way. And I know that I am changing because I know that God brought me here and he brought me here to change. And I, I believe all the 12 steps is to bring us closer to our higher power to God. That's basically the only reason why I feel like I'm here. And um, I have skit so many tools. I, I have so much from this program, the Visions program. I've learned so much. So I feel like I've evolved so much more. I have ways to do 10 steps. I have people to call. I always had all this, but I have it on a, a, a deeper level than I ever did before in my life. And I'm forever grateful. And um, I, I, will, I, I hate to say never, but I don't feel like I'll ever leave these rooms. Anything that I do to help with my program, I don't ever want to give up. Like, I want to keep doing it because I know that I always need that feeling of more, I guess more. I, I don't like using that word more, but I always feel like I need more of the program, not okay. ever take away anything. Thank you so much for letting me share. Thank you, Donna S. Barbara E. Good morning, everyone. Barbara E., as you said, in New Jersey, and so grateful to be with you. I'm not a history maven. I leave that up to some of our history mavens to fill in all the cracks. But I do know that this OA program saved my life. I did a heck of a lot of research before I got to OA. Every single diet scheme I did, and they all worked, but I couldn't stay recovered. I'd lose 130 pounds and then gain it back six months later, and then lose it again and gain it back. So I've learned so much through this program. It gave me so much more life, and I want to give kudos to the birthday party that I attended and I didn't walk around the house cleaning with my image on. I sat and took pages and pages of notes because I learned so much at every single meeting I went to. I heard such beautiful things as postpone, pause until serenity enters. And God knows I need to make that pause because my mouth can be a dangerous instrument, an instrument to kill people. And then I heard when monkey chatter goes on in my mind, check it, sorry, catch it, check it, and change it. How beautiful. And I know for me, the most important words I can say to my husband and my son who live with me is I was wrong, I'm sorry, I need help. Will you help me? And I say that to this beautiful community. Reach out to fellow members almost every single day and say those same words. And I breathe and pray in affirmations every single morning. Five deep breaths in of something that I'm grateful for and five deep breaths out of any irritations that I might have. And I have to say for me, 
relapse is not a symptom of my disease, but recovery. So I pray to stop speaking, reacting, sulking, texting, emailing, not listening, being quick-tempered, argumentative, because, God, I'm stuck in resentment, and I need a a lot of help. And it's got to be an outside intervention for me, because my mind is sick. My mind will take me to dangerous neighborhoods. So I need you, my fellows, every day. And I thank you so much for helping me with my recovery. Because without you, I know I would be dead. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Barbara E. Well, if you haven't shared on A Vision for You on Friday or Monday and would like to share on the first paragraph only on page 160, Outsiders Became Interested Through When Next He Stumbled, please press star 1 to unmute and state your first name and last initial. Louise V. from New York. Hi. Is it Elise? Okay. Hold on one sec, okay? I have Jackie and Charles, but the first person, was it Elise or Denise? Louise. Elise? E-L-I-S-E? Yeah. Is that it? We'll go with that. I'm sorry, Louise. Louise D. Oh, Louise. Louise. Okay, and what was your initial of your last name? D. B as in boy? D like dog. Gotcha. Louise D. Then Jackie, um, I don't remember your first initial, and Charles H. Anyone else want to get in line? A them. Linda D. Hold on. I, okay, so I got Linda, but before Linda was was it Abe A B E or Dave maybe? It's either Dave or Abe. We'll find out. Anybody else? Heidi L from Toronto. Heidi, another Heidi. Cool. Okay, anyone else? Okay, we've got Louise G, Jackie, maybe D, I'm not sure, Charles H, Dave or Abe, Linda D, and Heidi L. So we'll go with Louise D next. Hi, good morning, everybody. This is Louise D. Can you hear me? Um. So, yes, um, yes, we hear you, Louise. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I I had to share on this. I'm, I completed step 12. I'm returning to OA, my fourth time in life. Um, and my origins, you know, originally I was in AA, OA, actually, when I was 23. I lost 50 pounds. I left the rooms. Um, I had joined Al-Anon at the same time, um, stayed in that program, and it it was a bridge for me to keep coming back to OA until I was ready 
to really come in at this point and uh, and take it seriously. Um, you know, I my dad was sober 47 years in AA when he passed, and I always have had a 12-step recovery. And um, one of the things, you know, this is though this time back for the fourth time is the time when my life has changed, and I really understand this program. Um, but I'm I am grateful to having that thread of Al-Anon for the. 20 some odd years when I stepped in, wasn't ready, stepped back, stayed in that other 12-step program, got the the help and heard about vision in Al-Anon like so many have, others have shared. And with, for me this time, you know, I, I shared with my sponsor why when I first got into all these, you know, Al-Anon, ACA, I could share immediately, you know, away, I held back, held back wouldn't come on and really open my heart up. And we realized that, you know, for me, it was so easy to share about with someone else, how they affected my life, you know, dad, alcoholic, husband, recovering alcoholic, one son in recovery and one that's still active. I can share about that so easily, but my disease, it's harder. And this, my recovery has deepened so much being in this program because I could, I could learn to detach from others. But in this program, going through the 12 steps this time, I've not only learned that, but I've learned forgiveness and I've learned to let go of these resentments and be free of things that I haven't been free of in years. And unblocking my higher power, letting in the sunlight of the spirit, it's just been amazing. And it's it's a growth process. And I am grateful to those original, you know, Al-Anon people who have who helped bring me in you know, uh, something that sustained me till I could really get back and, and understand my own disease and not just understand how I'm affected by others. And it's really been an amazing miracle. And thank you. With that, I pass. Thank you, Louise D. Jackie, is it Jackie B? Hi, this is Jackie A. Oh, sorry. No, there's a couple of DVDs on here that share, so that's amazing. Right. Um, I'm from Connecticut, and I work still a very strong program where I, I go to the Vision for You every morning, and except for Saturdays, and sometimes I listen to podcasts. So I always feel like everybody's in my kitchen because I can't meal prep without listening to a meeting or using my literature or talking to a fellow, or sitting down in between, like, meal prepping to actually, like, write or something to my sponsor. Like, this is an essential part. And I'm in my ninth step right now, but I know that once I get to 12-step sponsoring, that I want to have my local fellows in my home. I had the opportunity a couple weeks back to ask one of my neighbors in program she's my age we're both um we had both had flips prior to the holidays um and she uh she came over for dinner and we had a meeting going on in the background and it was it was incredible to eat and plan an abstinent meal together and have tea and there's a part on 198 that relates to this in terms of like we used to sit on the bed or in the kitchen where they would make coffee and snacks. And I believe like it, it's unreal. 
when I when I work, I work as an integrated care clinician, and I am I unfortunately sometimes have to go into people's like bedrooms and sit across the room from them and do a clinical intake, and it's a very intimate moment to get to know somebody. Um, so I feel like it's a lot safer to talk around the kitchen table, but that's for us incredibly vulnerable or to pull out the big books and sit there or have a, an OA picnic one day or a potluck. Uh, like that to me is going to be such a, a special opportunity that I look forward to. And I know that all of us are probably going to bring our higher power as our dates because I wouldn't want it any other way. And um and I never want to step away from my local meetings that I have, but I do plan to enhance my recovery by making sponsorship intimate and by making it like something that people feel like they can bring home with them after they leave mine and vice versa. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie A. from Connecticut. Charles H., Thank you very much, Rebecca, for your service, Charles H. You know, I'm grateful for, you know, what they talk about in this paragraph, the large home. So I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll simulate it to this large room, this large phone meeting. You know, and, and it still blows my mind that I'm grateful for, for the ism, an indescribably short uh, memory. You know, um, and I'm grateful that... You know, I'm part of. I felt like an outsider. I could look at the stats in Overeaters Anonymous and know that I'm a minority, you know, but I feel grateful that I was able to do something that was so amazing. Um, you know, call a 10-step tradition. It is not popular to do that. I learned that from my granny, beautiful young man, right? Like, it, like the traditions are very important. They're important. Yet still, we shy away from it, you know. Um, and, and, and one thing that I feel like this is like 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 people that don't share. This is a this is a strangely assorted crowd. Why why do you why are you scared to share your experience, strength, and hope in front of a strangely? You're not even in front of nobody. You're on a phone, right? So you know, yeah, I I felt elated, especially to do that on a day of one of my heroes. Martin Luther King, you know, you know, I, I'm a little bit of Martin and I'm a little bit of Malcolm X, but I, I'm strangely assorted. But I'm grateful for the, for for the ism, indescribable short memory, so I don't gotta keep coming back. I can move forward, and I and, and you know, with my ten step partner and working these steps like my hair is on fire. I'm so grateful for the companionship, the understanding, right? And yes. You know, my wife tried to fix me. I try to fix her. And, yeah, Al-Anon is, is, is written all over this paragraph. But you know what? The fellowship, we can help each other. God would skin on, right? I, I, imagine me trying to do this program by myself. You know, and the message, and I'm grateful that all these meetings are going over the doctor's opinion because this is the first step in recovery, the delusion that I could do this by myself. You know, I know we get a lot of people that sub the fellowship and say God and, you know, yeah. You know, and, and I hear people say that you could do this by yourself. Yeah, but it's so great to do it with others. You know, so I'm grateful that in particular this meeting has accepted me because I'm strangely assorted every single day with my indescribable short memory that I can move forward every single day and forget what happened yesterday. 
through working the steps like my hair is on fire. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks, Charles H. Is it Dave or Abe that's going to go next? Dave M. Dave M. Rebecca. Dave M. Gotcha, Dave. Thanks. Go right ahead. Thank you, Rebecca. Uh, Dave M. Compulsive Overeater. Uh, this was a group of people with a mission that held them together. They'd found a raft, right? That while their ship was of life was sinking, they, they clung together and then they were trying to grab other people and bring them back in, just, just like, just like we're doing here. Uh, when I came in, I, I didn't want any fellowship uh, at all. I knew food thoughts obsessed me, but I did not want fellowship. I've always felt fundamentally other. I've always felt like a mutant, uh, not normal. Um, and finding people like me didn't make me feel good uh, because I, I didn't really want that. I, I wanted to be made normal. Uh, and, and, and jumping back to chapter five, it says uh, the delusion that we're like other people are presently maybe has to be smashed. And it took a long time going through the steps multiple times for me to really accept that I'm not going to be like other people. And once I accepted that, it, it really wasn't hard at all to accept all of you. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful that this program isn't about self-improvement. It's about fundamental life and will change or doesn't do anything at all. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And you are my fellows. And I'm grateful for all of you. If you're coming here for the first time or you feel other like me and you've been here a few times, we're here for you. We really are. And this works. It really does. Uh, thank you for my life. Pass. Thank you, Dave M. Linda D. Hi, everybody. It's Linda D. from Connecticut. I'm um, I'm a recovered food addict, uh, compulsive eater, but I'm not cured. So I'm here again today. There's one thing that I'm very highly skilled at famous in my own mind for, and that is being extremely, extremely good at self-destructing. My main thing was food. It still could be. And then there was alcohol and then working too hard. And then the way I relate to men or to other people in general, and then you get the idea. I need every book out there from every 12-step program. I've never used dry goods to any extent, but I've been to, um, um, what's it called? Anyway, Narcotics Anonymous, excuse me, and Smokers Anonymous and all that stuff. The thing that is so thrilling to me is that I have a soul. I didn't know I had that. I didn't know shit about life, not anything. And here, in these rooms, any one of them, I got a start. For me, it was uh, Overeaters Anonymous, and it still is. I love you guys. You have enabled me to access God. No, yeah, the real thing. He, she, it, the real thing. And that it's inside me. And that I don't have to self-destruct today. I had nightmares last night, 
and it was about uh, somebody invading my home because I saw too much TV. And because people are doing that, they're going nuts. And I don't know whether I screamed out loud or it was just in the dream. But when I woke up, I said to God, what the hell was that? And I had to listen. And I could listen because I'm not clogged and screwed up with food or anything else. And I don't want to be. I want to be here. I have a great life. And it's got real areas that need healing. And here is where I come to hear the truth and say the truth. Thank you so much for saving my life. I hope I help you too. Bye. Thanks, Linda D. Heidi L. Hi there. This is Heidi L. from Toronto. And I just need to share with all of you that I'm really happy that you're here. You don't know this, but I know that you're here all the time. And um, I have a snow day today. I had a snow day yesterday as well. I did not use it. Um, I was really searching for the elusive quiet moment. Um, And it never came because I wasn't using any of the tools. I was just sort of doing my own thing. Um, But I knew that today I was going to wake up. I was going to come to the meeting. Um, I've got, I am abstinent. I'm approaching two years of abstinence. And I think that two years ago, when I first started listening to this meeting and I first got abstinent, um, we were just starting um, page XX, whatever it was, of the big book. So I think it takes us two years to read the big book. And I'm really very excited to just sort of continue on this process. Um, I'm not going anywhere, I hope. I pray. I am willing. Um, And I went to a meeting yesterday in the evening, and I'm going to go to another meeting today. Started the meeting with you guys, and I have a plan for today. And the plan involves doing the do things. So I'm thankful to all of you, and I wish you another 24 hours. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi L. All right. We have time probably for four more people to share. If you haven't shared on Friday or Monday on this meeting and want to share on page 160, the first paragraph, outsiders became interested through when next he stumbled. Who would like those slots? Kate H. Kate H. Heather H. They are. Okay, okay, wait one second. Heather H. And then someone at the same time as Heather spoke. Marie S., New York City. Marie S. And then the last person was who? There's one more. Serene S. Serene S., is it? Or F is in Frank? S is in Serene. Gotcha. Okay, we have our four, Kate H., Heather H., Marie S., and Serene S. Thank you so much. Kate H., go right ahead. Kate H., we don't hear you. Make sure you're unmuted on your phone as well as the star one. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I was muted. That's great. Go ahead, Kate. Thank you. 
Yeah, um, Kate H., recovered, um, recovered Compulsive Reader from New York. Yeah, this, I really, I wanted to get in and share about um, the whole Al-Anon concept for this because, um, yeah, I myself too, I, I backdoored in uh, through Al-Anon. I um, came into Al-Anon and uh, never having known anything about any 12-step, you know, program, just kind of hearing it, hearing, you know, the words and, but not really knowing what it was and, um, when I came into Al-Anon, I, um, for, I started reading the big book and, uh, you know, for Al-Anon. And um, as I was reading it, I, I was like, whoa, I relate to this way too much. <laughs> um, I, you know, am I an addict? And, um, and also what had happened, um, I had been speaking with somebody in Al-Anon and uh, she had said to me, Oh, I'm not too familiar with it. My main program is OA. And I said, what's OA? She said, Overeaters Anonymous, and the seed was planted for me. So I don't even remember the woman's name. I thank God for her because after that, a seed was planted. And then um, as I was reading the big book, I realized I was a food addict, and I couldn't believe it. It It was really a miracle, honestly, that I finally figured out um, what my disease was. And so, uh, so very, very grateful for that. And I just wanted to share about that story. Great meeting. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Kate H. Heather H. Heather H. Hi, this is Heather H. Can you hear me now? Yes, we hear you now, Heather. Okay, good. This is uh, Heather H. from Texas, gratefully recovered now, um, compulsive overeater. And I'm just truly grateful for vision. I've been listening on the line for about two years, and I've, this is my only my second time sharing And this paragraph really touched me, and a lot of the shares really touched me. And um, I, too, came into the um, vision program through several other 12-step fellowships, and mainly the beverage fellowship. But um, I never had as huge of a spiritual experience Um, as I have in vision. And I've just finished working the 12 steps. I'm about to start sponsoring. And um, I guess, um, and I've done my time in Al-Anon too, because I had many uh, problems with relationships. But uh, that's all I'm going to share. And I'll I'll go ahead and pass. Thank you all for the meeting. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Heather H. Marie S. Hi, good morning. This is Marie S. from New York City. And I just want to thank everyone um, for your service and shares. And I have to say, I was highly motivated to speak up this morning based on a previous person's share. And because I have always stayed in the sidelines of this program, especially this this um, 
this meeting uh, because I hear so much, um, so much recovery and so much wisdom that I felt intimidated. And after going to the OA birthday party this weekend and hearing so many, so many insightful things, I, I feel part of at this point in time. And as I work the steps, and, and I'm recovered, and I, I'm looking for a sponsee, um, and, but regardless, I feel so blessed because this whole not enough has been in the back of my mind all these years, and I realize that I am who I am, and with you all, you're going to love and accept me. And as I read the paragraph this morning, I have just started to attend Al-Anon, and uh, I'm going to find an Al-Anon sponsor, and I love it because this program is, seems like it's unfolding. God is working so strongly in my life that he keeps unfolding new thoughts, new thoughts to help me get closer uh, to him and to living um, a recovered life in this world. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm just so blessed to be here this morning, and thank you all for your work. Thanks, Maria. Serene S. Good morning. Thank you so much. Um, You know, in this paragraph, I don't have the exact words, but it's, you know, this mixture of people, this variety, um, and... Coming in, I'm a compulsive overeater from New Hampshire, Uh, coming in and identifying and working through the steps so that I would have a relationship with God, and then people would say, what are you doing? Uh, You know, because I had a spiritual awakening as a result. I'm not interested in the food. Um, You know, my prayer is that when I'm not neutral, and, and that's one of the promises, I'm neutral, you know, I, I, I have a thought, and then I ask God to uh, step in between me and the thought. And then other people ask me, you know, what are you doing? Um, because I have peace. I don't have regret. I don't have morbid reflection. I vacuum my house every day with the, the 10-11 train. You know, and I look at how can I share with people. I also came in through other programs. You know, and it's working these steps at the big book and listening to people on vision with their experience, strength, and hope that that has me stay, that has me stay and never, ever be in a conversation for myself about it was an event, I did that, and there's a period at the end of that sentence. When people ask me, what are you doing, I go, it's a way of life. It's a process. I make progress. Um... I've had some of the most challenging conversations um, in my career as I turned 65 this year, and I'm like, really? Did I need that to happen? And I see how I've grown, and then people say, wow, you know, that was awful, and how did you handle that, or what made you say that? If I'm in the food and if I'm in the focus on them, I, I can't I can't be of maximum service. So it all comes together. Um, you know We lost you, Serene. Press star one to unmute. 
Oh, dear. Serene, anyway, that's all I wanted well? to share. Yeah, yeah, I got, oh, I got cut off. That's... Oh, you're all set? Okay. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, that's okay. Serene S. Thank you. Hampshire. Thanks. You know what? We have time for one more share, one more three-minute share, if someone jumps on quick. Who would like that? Lee H. Lou H. Lee with two Lee E's. H. Lee H. Yes. Close us out, Lee. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Lee H. from Tennessee. I'm a compulsive recovered overeater. And, oh, my gosh, this has been the best meeting for me. Um, I listen most of the time to these shares and... I just sit there and I kind of crawl back in my shell thinking, oh, everybody's got this down and blah, blah, blah. So selfish of me, but I'm, I'm here and I'm recovered and I'm excited to be here. Um, it's just such a blessing. I have, when, when I've, I have found God, I've found myself. There's so many things I've learned and I just want to be of maximum service. I've got the best sponsor in the world. I, she is drilling me in the big book, which is what I needed. I, I, she says it's boot camp. And I wanted it this time. After relapsing several times, it's like I want this, and I don't ever want to relapse again. It's too painful. And I'm experiencing the blessings, the promises and she encourages me to get out here and speak and share about what I've learned. And I'm just excited. And I thank everybody this morning for encouraging those of us who sit back and listen to get out there and speak. So uh, have a great day, everybody, and keep coming back, as they say. I pass. Thanks, Lee H. Thank you, everyone, for your participation in this meeting and for the opportunity to be of service. The share ID number for this meeting, Tuesday, January 18, 2022, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, is 18,421. That's 18421. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Crystal P. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only to the end of the page. Good morning. This is Crystal P., the covered compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past, just freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely miss some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.